When I started, everyone told me that I'm not gonna make it. But it's about you saying it, and you know what? This is me. Welcome to episode number two of Neo Retro 1059's official podcast. This is Casual Conversations. My name is Ryan, and I am so excited for today's episode of the pod because we got an actress, an entrepreneur, an all-around amazing person. Her energy so bright. Please welcome to the podcast, Miss Natalie Hart. Hi. Hello. Thank you, Ryan, for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for dropping by. A while ago, we had an on-air conversation already, and I was telling her, um, dude, thank you so much because she drove all the way. From Santa Rosa, Santa Rosa Laguna. Yeah. That is right. Um, but that being said, and I want to start the podcast uh, with this question all the time because you know how amidst pandemic, everything has changed. Yeah. So how are you today? Oh, God. I'm taking day by day, to be honest. I'm just uh-huh. dealing it day by day. Um, I'm okay. Like It's okay. We have to deal, you know, the new norm now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's everything is good, but like I wish everything becomes normal, you know, because you know, I wanna I'm a social butterfly. I like going out, I love seeing people, so I feel like like all my friends that I go out with, they have to be vaccinated or something like that. For so, sure. Yeah. Yeah, so I go I go crazy in some ways when I don't know like if they're safe or not. So yeah. That being said, what's been keeping you busy amidst pandemic? Because you said you're an extrovert. I'm the opposite. Like I, the pandemic setup, the lockdown setup was perfect for me because I had an Ooh. excuse not to go out. Yeah, <laughs> to cancel on people and be like, "Sorry, I'm trying to keep it safe." But in reality, you know, I think you're my, enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, as much as I, like that might sound privileged, and I, I understand the privilege that comes with that statement. But as an introvert, the pandemic lockdown was perfect for me how how did you cope with the pandemic given that you are an extrovert the thing is um you know it's kind of hard to move around and then my daughter cannot go out so Uh for me i was sort of tied up at home only Mm -hmm. and i was kind of busy with her and i was opening my business and basically i opened a business um while it you know the COVID was happening so i was really busy with that so it didn't matter if you know if if I go out or something because I was so busy at home anyways. So, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's kind of hard now. I feel like I'm, you know, I, that I'm going out now more often, but like in very private places though. So it's literally, I go to my friend's house and that's basically it because, you know, it's still not safe when you go out yeah. randomly, right? So I go point A to B. That's it. Point A to B and that's basically it. It's kind of hard. Oh my, I can imagine. Yeah. You mentioned two things that I want to focus on. Number one, you mentioned that you have a daughter and you have a business, but let's focus on your daughter first. You're a mom. Yeah, I'm a mom. Well, what's mother? What's motherhood like for you? Ooh, motherhood is really hard. Like, um, um, but it's fun. You know, there's ups and downs. That's for sure. But at the end of the day, like, it's, I, I love my life. You know, I feel like. You know, um, I feel like uh, I'm thank thank God that my daughter is here because without her, I don't know, I would have gone crazy probably. Right, I can imagine. Yeah, especially with the pandemic. Oh my God! How yeah. old is your daughter? She's two and a half years old. Ah, so the I terrible know. twos. I'm is 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 it the terrible twos for her, or is she more on the behave side? 
she's really naughty she's really wild and um but the thing is right now she can talk now so it's really easier to talk to her like you know about things if she doesn't like it if i don't mm-hmm. like it she understands it so it's good got it yeah has motherhood um completely taken over your life um because you know how that's a common experience am- amongst like new mothers or like mothers in general like when they um w- when they do become mothers it becomes their entire life like they have to th- watch over the daughter or the kid they have to do this and do that in connection to being a mom ha- has that lifestyle been your lifestyle or ha- have you been able to balance like the individual yeah. and the the, the you you the mom I think the first year I I was really like you know a mom at home only because yeah. it was very very hard for me because the transition of like me as a person who works you know I've worked um uh, I started working at 17 years old and I became a mom when I was like 27 so uh-huh. it was very difficult for me to sort of have that transition and just stay at home so it was kind of difficult for me and then when I had my baby it was so hard for me to go back to work uh-huh. now that she's two I think it's easier for me to just actually go to work um, meet my friends and things like that because I know that like she's okay already like you know right, th- right. the most difficult part I think um, is the first year when you have a baby because you really have to know everything so but now I'm I'm sweet I feel like my daughter is like the right age you know she is busy she sleeps in the afternoon now so bahala na siya malaki ka na malaki ka na it's okay at two years old malaki ka na that's really that's actually a baby still yeah exactly yeah. Um, I, I want to ask this like what part of motherhood has surprised you the most thus far unconditional love that's for sure because I didn't know that before like I, I do love my mom and my dad but it's like you know if if I, you know, so if someone tells me you have to jump, one person could mm-hmm. only live. I'll jump so she can live. Like that kind of, you know, it's very different. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not a mom. I'm not a parent. Yeah. But, but a lot of people keep on saying that. Like you've never known true love up until you have a, you've had a child. Yeah. Is what a lot of my friends who are parents, mm. uh, that's what they're saying. Um, but another thing that I want to talk to you about yeah. is that a while ago you mentioned that you are single. And that, no. you, <laughs> and that you are a mom. Like how's that like? Like what's single motherhood looking like for you? It's really hard to be honest. And um, because I just started telling everybody that I was single. Like this year, uh-huh. I was, I'm kind of, you know, I'm like I under, like you know, I I've come into a realization. Uh, it's okay to you know move forward, and me and my ex didn't work out. So now this year, I feel like okay, like I'm kind of ready to be. She's out there. there. I'm back in the market, but it's it's kind of hard though because the thing is, I'm um, not everybody is open mm-hmm. to dating single moms, and it's. Because for me, I'm not like a shame about my daughter. So for me, when I go out, I'd be like, hi, by the way, well, what, what do you do? I'm like, ah, I do this, blah, 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 blah. And I have a beautiful daughter, like right away. I don't want to hide it because what's the point? Right. But I'm single. Like I ha- I'm not dating yet, but like I'm kind of, you know, I'm just basically telling everybody that I'm, I'm free. But it's, I don't know. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Being a single mother. Yeah. yeah. And actually, it's hard to go dating now. Like, it's just... Because before, you know, like... Well, I'm 29 years old. But, like, before, it's like... 
may pang liligaw stage pa. Like, you know, yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, but now it's like just. I don't know let's what. Let's go. It's like 60 yeah. seconds in. Let's go. It's yeah. like, I like you, like me, let's kiss. I was like, what? I'm like, <laughs> you calm down. Like, don't yeah. touch me. Ew. Well, you know what? Well, while we're talking about, let's focus on dating amidst the pandemic. Yeah. So you, you've said, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you've been on dates, right? This year, yeah, I tried. Okay, what was that like? It's so awkward. It, it's really awkward. I'm like, there's times where, like, I just go on a date and I already want to leave. Like, that kind of weird situation. Because, for me, I already know what I like. Uh-huh. So, I don't want to waste my time anymore. And, um, yeah, but it's, you know, it's just, I think it for every single person, it's the same dilemma for them. You know, it's like, I don't know. It's it's really hard. Do you, do you get the whole oh I'm intimidated by you um kind of vibes from the people that you are dating or the the people that you dated? No, not really. But the thing is, some one thing that I need to uh, for guys to have is they have to be confident. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because if they're not confident, how can they have a conversation? Yeah, yeah, like how can you have a good conversation with them? So that's like, you know. That's number that one, yeah. Not a trait that I need from them. Right, yeah. you have to be confident. You have to be able to carry your conversation. Yeah, that's it's so important. So, yeah. what are the other things that you look for? Let's say, like, for for those who of you guys who are listening, I yeah. want to date Natalie Hart. Oh God, what? What what are the qualifications that you're looking Ooh, for? Um, ah, they have to be confident. They have to have a great personality and character. Mm-hmm. I really go for guys who has like you know, you know like th- when they're unique, you know, and um, I really find that hot. Like I don't really care if you're um, fit or not, but of course it would be nicer like if, if you know he's. You know, if he can walk and run with me. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I really have a lot of energy. So that's, you know, but they just have to be funny. They have to have sense. Yeah. Like if I'm talking to them, you know, um, especially when they're funny and then you can just talk whatever. That's I think that's sexy, you know. Mm-hmm. What was the worst date that you've been to? Like, it doesn't have to be during the pandemic. Like in like top of your head, what was the worst one so far? Oh my god, like there's this guy who basically when we arrived and he was just like tried to Yeah, it's so weird, tried to kiss me in the on my lips at like Like as a hello? No, 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 we sat down and he was like, oh you look so beautiful I was like, what are you doing? This is disgusting And then oh, I was like, I, that's the date that I wanted to leave And I was like, I actually left for like before even an hour Because that's not funny, like for sure, for so sure. That be, you know, I'm, I'm looking for someone who I can connect with. I'm sorry, if you're looking for someone that you want to bang, um, you know, maybe you can go to websites or things like that. You know, there's websites for that. Like, basically, who's really, I'm ready. You yeah. Know? I, I'm, that's not what I'm after. But of course, I am sexual myself, you know. But the thing is, like, I need to like you Right, and there was no consent, basically. No, I you need just to like, like you before I give myself. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's true. Like, I'm it an, is, yeah. I'm an adult, you know, I'm 29. So I just feel like um, that's not what I'm after for now. I want to have a partner. Right. Yeah, so Got that's it. it. Yeah, that's gross. Uh, I, can, I can imagine. Maybe if for you, you like that, no? 
Uh, to like be that. honest, no. To be honest, no. Th- do I give that impression? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. But what if there's a girl and you know she kisses ah. you right away? Baka magustuhan mo yan. Uh, it, it depends. <laughs> I, I, did, I, did you watch How I Met Your Mother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was this one scene from um, I, I forget which season and, and which episode, but yeah. Lily and Marshall were basically talking about this um, this theory that no matter what the person does, if you're really into that person, it might be defined as either creepy or um, you'd find it loving. So, for example, if you if you're into this person, no matter what that person does, even if it's creepy, you'd like it. Yeah, right? I know. But if you're not into the person. Like some acts that are that, that might be, uh, I guess, loving for people comes comes across as creepy for you. That's true. So, uh, in my case, if I'm really into the person and and she suddenly um, kisses you, kisses that's me, so kileg, right? that's so kileg, right? That's so kileg. Yeah, you'll be so you. But if it's if it's like somebody na parang I'm I'm just meeting for the very first time, as you said, yeah. Um, I'd probably be like, what the f was that? What the hell is that? Yeah. What are you? What, where are you? What are you on? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like and what, like what you said. If it's a if it's a hookup, I feel like there is a there there should be a mutual understanding that this is just a hookup, right? Correct. Or, um. Yeah, there are apps for that. There are websites for that. Yeah, there. Especially for me, it was like someone just like introduced me and stuff like that. So that didn't work out, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, let, let's let, yeah, let's yeah. do a one eighty. Yeah. As far as the best dates are, like you've been into, what what was the best one so far? Does one, um, I guess, come across as the best date? I think my ex. You know he's he he's really good at surprising me. Of course, I'm not gonna elaborate, but it you know it's a past. But like you know, I I just feel like he, you know, there's always effort. He would um mm-hmm. do things that I'm like surprise, bring me to a restaurant, and then we're the only one. It's like it's so kileg. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like men now it's just for them, the fact that they invited you. That's already an effort, you know. The fact that they're giving you a drink—that's already an effort. But like, it's very different for me. But I feel like you have to do more than that. I feel like nowadays in this generation, it's you know, if they invite you, that means that they have the right to do anything with you. I don't, I don't know. I just, I just feel weird, or maybe I'm like, I know, I'm like school, Lola, old man. school. No yeah. man, no man. Like, okay, no, right? so for context, I, I feel like. Um, yeah. I'm a lot younger than Natalie over here. Yeah. Um, but I feel the same way. Yeah. Um, but again, it depends. I think it depends on the person and which, you know. On the context, right. Yeah. So, for example, if I want to date a person, I want to get to know a person. But if it's just a hookup, if it's just a casual... Okay, we're all adults. Like, if it's just casual sex, and let it be known that it's casual sex, Correct, right? right? Yeah. Um, so, I, I think it really does depend. But speaking of casual sex, like, what's your... Um, what? That was a weird segue now that I'm <laughs> that was replaying funny. it. Um, what's oh your God. take on, like, uh, I guess, hookup culture in general? To be honest, it's okay. You know, like... When I look back to my relationships, you know, um, the first few months is basically hookups only. Like, you don't really mm-hmm. go to that person and say, you're my boyfriend now. You can't really... That's weird because it's... I do find it weird. Right, you yeah. know? So, you have to sort of go to this dates, numerous dates, and then eventually when you start feeling something, 
you know, for them, then you say, I really want you and I want to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. So I guess it really depends, like you said, like what you said, it's like, it really depends if you really like that person, then it's loving. Some uh, If you don't like that person, it's creepy, you know. And sometimes you end up hooking up with them and the next time you find them creepy and you don't want yeah. to see them again. Ew! And you have like that list of people up around, oh, I can't believe I slept with that person. Yeah, I can't believe I went out. I can't believe I kissed that person. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah. I feel you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay, from, from, from dating, let's now talk about love. Because a Ooh. while ago, you said that you haven't known love be- uh, up until you've met your daughter yeah um that being said as far as romantic relationships are concerned how would you define love like because we were talking about casual dating yeah um how do you know that this is it like this is the one i feel like you know the fact that they are there for you and you know they really care and you know they're doing all these efforts that's love because you know, why would you do much for a person mm-hmm. for no reason? So basically, you love them already. Like for, his, you know, like my daughter, I can't believe like if something happens to her or things like that, I'm going to go cuckoo. But in terms yeah. of r- romantic relationships, I feel like sometimes you just know right away that you love them. and But sometimes, you know, some people, they're not that lucky. Sometimes they have to really, really be with that person for a while and then they would find out that they love them you know um in my relationships um the first one i knew that i loved him already like when the first month i'm like i love this guy i'm so into him and everything my second boyfriend um it took six months like six months to a year before you said i love you yeah it's so weird you know you know not everybody is very lucky to find love right away sometimes they really have to work for it to mm-hmm. to get there. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I mean, for me, love is like uh, when you keep on craving for that person's energy. Does that make sense? Like, it doesn't, you don't have to talk. Because like, for example, me, I'm an introvert. And a lot of people are surprised when I say that. Um, I, I barely talk when I'm with friends. Yeah. Because they expect me to be the talkative one, the host and all that, right? Um, but honestly, just being with the person that you love like being side by side with that person or being in the same room that already like the fact that you're craving for that person's energy for me is already a, a sign that that's yeah love. that you're comfortable with them you know and you yeah. don't have to talk all the time yeah that's yeah. A, that's that's nice. Yeah. I missed that. Look, <laughs> okay, let's cry na nga. Right, I'm gonna cry. Someone play Adele, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> oh uh, another another facet of, of Nat- Natalie over yeah. here that not a lot of people know, uh, and I did say that I want to focus on this a while ago, is that you're a businesswoman. Yeah. Um, so basically, I was thinking about this company for a while now. I sell tanning products. Uh-huh. So it's kind of funny because it's it's weird that I am in the Philippines and everyone wants to be white and yet I had an idea that I want to sell tanning products but I have other products as well which is like serums um body wash and like a facial scrub body scrub yeah but 
the things that I'm really proud of is like my tanning products. Yeah. God, can you take me through the thought process behind you starting a business like around tanning products? Like what wh- what made you want to decide to start that business? So basically, I thought like the things that I used for myself was too expensive, like the uh-huh. quality that I love. So it's too expensive. So I said, Sabiko, what if I make a skin, you know, a, a company, this a skincare company that's affordable for everybody. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's good. So it's formulated in Australia as well. And then I sell it here. So, and I always buy so much tanning product in Australia that when sometimes I'll buy it like 10, mamaya expired na pala yon because <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh my God. So I was like, no, but I feel like there's a niche market in the Philippines that buys those kind of products. So mm-hmm. I wanted to hit that. And um, it's kind of hard right now because it's a pandemic and not everybody goes to the beach and it's, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. And if people go to, if, if, when they go though, it's like, it's just really hassle and they have to do the, all this PCRs and everything. So it, the, the tourism is not that well yet. Like it's not really happening at the moment. So that's why it's kind of hard for me to sell my tanning products. Got it. Yeah. I want to talk about since your your business is all about beauty, wellness, right? Yeah. I, I mean, I looked it up on Instagram. Great feed, by the way. Thank you. Um, I want to talk about society's beauty standards and like what you think mm. of that. Um, so that being said, what is beauty for you? I think beauty for me is about being comfortable with yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know, like you being confident. Uh, with everything, you know, with what you have, basically. Sakin kasi, like, you know, it's like, what is really beauty for everybody? It's very different from person to person. Like, for me, um, as long as you're clean, you take care of yourself, mm-hmm. you're beautiful in your own way already. Like, you know, maybe, I don't know, it's really hard. Because everyone has their own um, beauty standards, right? right so, but right. for me, it's like as long as you're confident with yourself, I will find you beautiful. Got really. it. What about you? Uh, dude, for me, because I don't, I, I struggle. I still do struggle with insecurities. I'm a very insecure person. <laughs> me too. Like, everyone is insecure about something, you know. Yeah, like for me, I was. I'm insecure too in my own way. Yeah. But it's about you saying fuck it, and you know what. This is me, so yeah. this is it. Because th- I think the difference between yourself and myself is that you conform to society's standards of what is beautiful. Does that make sense? Like you are pretty, you are pretty, and you you are um, charming, and more so than that, I think as far as beauty standards as of twenty twenty one is concerned, you are right. A lot of people want to be white, and you are very white. Like on the other hand, <laughs> myself as as a dude, as a man. Um, I'm short. That's one thing. I'm short, right? Um, and beauty standard, as far as men are concerned, again, you gotta be tall. You gotta be muscular. You gotta be a lot of that things. Uh, rather, a lot of those things, which I'm not. That's why I'm a ve- I'm very insecure about these things. I'm still working on it. Um, but uh, I guess to answer the question, what is beauty? Uh, I I wouldn't even know. Cause, so hard. Yeah, because I'm still struggling with. Even even acknowledging the fact that I I I'm, well some uh, this is gonna sound so narcissistic but I, I am still struggling with the fact that I'm good looking or I'm 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 a man does that make sense? I, I, Cause, it does make sense. Yeah, because again it all goes back to society standards, uh, which kind of sucks really. You know it's funny because before before having a kid I was 
I'm so insecure about uh-huh. everything. But after having a kid, I actually don't care anymore. I started feeling like, oh my God, I am beautiful in my own way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's so weird because I feel like I like you know I was so pressured when I didn't have a kid back then when I was single about what is you know the beauty standards that we have there's a yeah. long long list long list yeah. yeah but after having a kid I've realized that I have a kid now I've gone through that I am beautiful in my own way and you know me you know me um I I feel like I'm more comfortable with myself now it's so weird because I feel when like the more you get older, the more you accept yourself more, right. and the more younger you are, I feel like you know it the more goes, insecure. Yeah, it the, goes the to more your insecure skin. You are, yeah. It goes to your skin. But now, when you're much older, I feel like you don't really care anymore. You know. That's. I mean. Yeah. I was gonna say that's true, but then I realized, oops, here I am, 23, and still figuring things out. Um, yeah. But for our listeners who yeah. are tuned in right now, what? What what advice could you give um, for for them to be less insecure, for them to be more comfortable and confident with who they are? I feel like okay, if you're not gifted, you know, with like you know features and things like that, that is fine. Pero kung what what you can do is you can try to find balance, like you know, probably walk if you don't like exercising, mm-hmm. just move around. So at least like you know your body can look good in some ways. Right. And um. Do something, study, or something like that. Put your time into something or something interesting or find um, a hobby and things like that. So you don't really put all your insecurities with yourself. Because if you have something to offer, that mm-hmm. makes you beautiful. For me, in my own way. Like, you know, for me, like if you have something to offer or you're talented, you're, you have a great personality and things like that. And start working with your on yourself, like you know, like I like I said, move. So at least you look a bit proportion, yeah. And then you know you, and that's it. As someone who's been a part of the entertainment industry, yeah, for uh for for years now, really, yeah. has it ever affected you as far as insecurities are concerned? Yeah, so when I entered the business, I was so insecure because everyone, like, for example, let's say this person was like, oh, you have to do this makeup. Oh, you look so fat. Oh, you look so, you're so short. You have to wear five-inch heels. I was like, you know what? I was, I that really, like, I was so insecure for, like, the first three years. Uh-huh. After that, I was like, I'm already here. So <laughs> they accepted me anyways, anyhow. So, like, you know, if I'm short, so be it. Um, I guess I can offer other things than being tall. You know, like, you don't have to really dwell on something that you don't have. Just find things that you can offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think. So Th- don't really think about it. That's so insightful. Yeah. Well, and connected to that, I also want to get your thoughts on this. What's one thing that you don't like about the entertainment industry? If you had to name one. It's so shallow. It's really shallow. Like, you know, it's like it's all about like, oh, looking good and things like that. But it's kind of changing now because you have to talk and you have to show your character and personality. So it's really not about just looking great like you know having like 23 24 like waist like Mm -hmm. waistline so it's really not like that anymore as long you can offer as long you're talented 
that's fine. But I, this what I don't like about it. It's, it's sometimes it's just so shallow. Yeah. But everything else, it's fun because like, you you know what I mean? Like sometimes like I get to work or see people that's so talented and mm -hmm. then you're just like so moved by them. You're like, I'm, I'm happy to be here actually because, you know, get to meet really interesting people. Nice. Yeah. Um, speaking of the entertainment industry, I I did do a little bit of research and I want to focus on one specific thing. Um, bring us back to 2016 because correct me if I'm wrong, but you won the Best Actress Award <laughs> at the International Film Festival at, at Manhattan. Yeah. What was that like? Oh my God, that was so like... It was so embarrassing. Because Why? <laughs> because basically, I flew to New York. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there, I didn't sleep. I couldn't sleep in the, the plane. And then um, we went straight to the the, the awards night. Mm -hmm. And then when I got there, we're like, oh, best actress, Natalie. I was like, huh? Are you guys serious? <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? And then I came to the stage and I was like, I was like, oh, um, thank you for inviting me here. I'm so happy to be in Europe today. Because, like, I'm so dead. But mm -hmm. I'm, I fr And I was like, oh, my God, I'm not in Europe. I'm in America. Oh, I thank you for inviting <laughs> me. And I'm, in, and I'm in, in New York. Oh, my God, it's my first time here. I'm so happy to be in New York. Everyone started laughing. And they were like, what the hell? Is she okay? But, like, when you're jet lagged, when you're jet lagged, right. like, you're... Your, your brain goes haywire. Yeah, I, I was. It was so crazy, and then I was like, "Oh, but anyways, thank you, thank you." And I should guys watch the movie, and then thank you everybody. It went down. I was like, "That's the worst, the worst thing that you can say on <laughs> on, an, on an awards night." Yeah. But I find it cute because I didn't expect anything, so that they thought it was cute that like you know mm -hmm, that that like, happened. Yeah, that I was. Yeah, that it was cute that they knew that uh, that I didn't expect um, uh, myself that I was gonna win that night. So yeah, it was yeah. kind of funny. For those of our listeners who wanna be, let's say, a part of the entertainment industry as an actor, yeah. as an actress, as a host, um, what advice could you give? You know, um, go for it. Like, but you really have to work on yourself and you just have to be confident and don't listen to the people. Because for me, when I started. When I started the business, everyone told me that I'm not going to make it. Everyone told me that you're not good enough, things like that. Just don't listen to that, you know. Just make sure that um, you just have thick skin talaga. That kapalan mo talaga yung mukha mo. And then if you have something to offer, go for it. Yeah, go for it. As, a, as, a, as someone who's been in the industry uh, for a long time now, mm -hmm. would you say that the industry is becoming better uh, as far as treating its actors are concerned or as far as treating talents is concerned? Or would, oh, yeah. you, would you think, oh, can yeah. you please expound on that? So basically, when I started, I think I was 17, we would work 24 hours, sometimes 26 hours straight. Wow. So that's how wild it was. And now there's restrictions where it's like 16 hours, 18 hours. So I think that's like so much better for us. That's still a lot. 16 hours straight? Wow. 18 hours straight. Yeah. It's so much better than 26. The worst thing I've I've experienced was 30 hours. Natapos kami mga tanghali na. Tuloy-tuloy. Yeah. And sometimes like at that time kasi like before the tent was so small mm -hmm. that you cannot fit like 
15 actors and actresses there. So it's so insane. So you just have to wait and so hot. And then, yeah. And how can you sleep with, when there's 100 people around you, you know, to rest and stuff? So it's kind of ex ex crazy. But now it's so much better. There's places for everyone. Kids now cannot work unless they have, a, like, you know, license and things like that. You know, sometimes before I used to work with children who's five years old and they're awake until like two o'clock in the morning. Wow. Yeah, it's really insane. But, you know. Well, I'm happy to hear that the industry is becoming better now. Yeah, it's so much better. Thank God. And I am. Um, yeah. And now they recognize, you know, actors and actresses that it's a job. Before, hindi pa yun eh. Wala pa yun. But before we move on to the next question, mm -hmm. let's get some water in here. Yeah, I'm feeling thirsty. Yeah, can we get water? Ooh, kuya, why is the water so shushal? It's San Pellegrino Baja. Ah. You guys are like falling here. Nothing but the best. Really? Nothing but the best for you guys, <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you so much. Mm. Ah, man. Wow. Do you want some? I'm good. I'm good. I'll get later. I'll <laughs> get, get one later. later. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I'm going to come back for the San Pellegrino again. <laughs> That's what I think. Just Next time. Yeah. We'll have her again for episode three and four mm. and five. <laughs> oh my God. They're going to be so bored with me. My bad. I doubt yeah. it. Uh, we already talked about dating. Yeah. We talked about you being a mom. We talked about you being a businesswoman. Yeah. Um, and we're down to the last few minutes of the podcast. Mm -hmm. But before we end, I want to close on, um, or rather I want to close with a topic that's mental health. Yeah. Um, Ooh, very sensitive topic That's for sure Yeah, very it's, sensitive Thank you, Kuya Later na lang again <laughs> I love that there's gloves pa, diba? Again, nothing but the best Yeah <laughs> We're so safe here <laughs> Exactly Because yeah. um, a while ago We were having this off-air conversation About mm -hmm. mental health And how it was a different time altogether like back uh, from in my generation yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and not Natalie's generation and my generation where everything is so accessible as you said yeah so basically because when I you know back then like you know um, I knew that I was depressed I knew that like I was not okay in my head at that time things like that but it was not um, people don't really talk about it in mm -hmm. my age and I feel like at that time, because people really had real relationships, like connection. Like for me, um, I grew up where like when we play, we would be in the streets, yung mataya-taya, things like yeah, that. Yeah, tumbang preso, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and then like yeah. Holland and things like that. So I used to do all of that things, you know. And I feel like, you know, you end up like putting your time to other things mm -hmm. and you don't really have time to think about yourself all the time. I think the ger generation now, because um, everything is so accessible. Like, you know, when you feel something, you go to the internet or things like that, to your phone, to your whatever. And then you just check, why am I feeling like this? And then, you know, and that's basically it. Because before that, if I tell my mama, I'm depressed, Baka sipain pa ako ng nanay ko. But like, depressed, wow. depressed ka dyan. Pumunta ka sa school. No, because, like for example, Mommy, I don't feel like going to school. Things yeah, like that. Yeah, I, oh I my that. God. Bububugin ako ng nanay ko. Go to school, young lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. gusto mong hindi ka pupunta sa school. Ah, 
bubugbuking kita. But like, <laughs> I feel like now is a very different story. You know, you really, really have to understand. And it's a good thing that like people are actually acknowledging mm-hmm. this situation because sometimes it could be really critical for other people. That's true. Yeah, and then some people like they they're not as strong, you know. And I feel like the generation now. I feel lang ah, it's it's what I think. Um, the the past generation, I feel like there's so many things that happened to them, especially like for example, like World War Two, and they're so used to like dealing with things, you know. Yeah. Now I feel like now the generation we're in a time of peace, basically. Peace, and then like you know, we have so many gadgets, we forget to really have real connections, and we're alone. And when you're alone, that really. <laughs> makes you crazy sometimes that's mm-hmm. what i think and um yeah so that's you know i'm sometimes i get depressed from time to time and you know for example when you lose someone or things like that mm-hmm. like it really takes a toll on you and then you for you know you become a different person but i think it's important that you know um you can talk to someone it's so important to have a friend a family member that you can be really real with and that's it That's that's what I think, and if you for other people who really is having a really hard time, mm-hmm. um, try talking to someone that you trust, and then if it is not enough, then you have to really go and speak to you know someone who's an expert already for that. So yeah, I, I think it's a very sensitive topic, mental health. And yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, <laughs> as someone who as someone who has been diagnosed with or is diagnosed with um, a mental health uh, illness, yeah, I think um, it is great that everything is so accessible now. Yeah. But at the same time, we have to be careful, as like as with what you said, a lot of people these days easily go on the internet and self-diagnose. Yeah, I feel I'm feeling sad. I must be depressed, and you go to WebMD, and it says there that you know if you're feeling this, this, and this, um, the conclusion is you're you're suffering from an anxiety disorder, which is not the case. Um, yeah. at least not all the time. That's why it like I agree with what you said. It's so important to talk to um an expert about it, a registered uh, psychiatrist or a psychologist, someone really who can really help you out with the with the process, and don't go on the internet because for example, um. This is a bit too extreme, but if I'm having a, a tummy ache, for example, if I go online and look at the diagnosis of it, it might say it might say that I have cancer or it's something like that, which yeah, is so scary, it's right? Insane, yeah. Um. So again, going back to the whole, uh, everything is accessible now. Well, yes, everything is accessible. You still have to use the internet, and I'm gonna sound so low low when I say this, but you have to use the internet with caution and you have to be responsible about it. Yeah. Um. But I want to focus on how you're coping uh, amidst the pandemic like how have you been taking care of your mental health oh my god it's really hard you know we've gone through oh my god there's a time where like i feel like there's t- there's a time that i was really depressed for a moment especially in first six months in covid because you're so anxious you're so scared that you're gonna die or like you know they were telling mm-hmm. you that you're gonna die from this disease and things like that and i was like what the hell you know and then everything happened and then You know, I lost so many jobs and I needed to, because I'm a single mom, I needed mm-hmm. to really, really work for myself. Because not only that I have dreams for my daughter, but I also have dreams for myself also because I, f- I still feel like I'm still young. You know, and that really, st- everything stopped. I think the world stopped because of COVID. And um, so I, I dealt with it in a very positive way. I made a business. So that's what I did because I knew that I had to put 
my time into something meaningful or like yeah i have to do something because if i i watched so many series and movies that it's like oh my god i think i you've basically gone through the entire roster of netflix oh my god it's like i'm so tired of it already that i'm like you know there's a time that i don't want to open netflix because i've seen everything have you seen so many things in that yes definitely oh my gosh uh, Dude, I, I think I've watched all seasons of How I Met Your Mother. I've seen Money Heist, as we've been talking I about a while ago. Yeah. Um, and so much and so much more, really. Um, but it's, it's crazy, it's, though. It's crazy. It's really crazy because especially for other people, like, you know, not everyone is, like, blessed to have, um, you know, money coming in and stuff. Like, especially for my other friends who's mm-hmm. really dealing it with, like, day-by-day work and things like that. So it's really takes a toll on them and it's really sad right but, you know what I really feel is you just have to you know yeah live in the new norm find something else and probably find a job online you know it's really important yeah got it yeah, yeah. I, I mean it's like these trying times I also want to know is there somebody that you look up to is, is there somebody that you look for inspiration um, uh, who hmm. do you look up to I mean I, I mean amidst this um, lockdown Oh, lockdown. I'm like, to be honest, for me, I'm just happy that I have a daughter because Got that it. keeps me sane and that keeps me busy. So I have a responsibility that she needs to be alive and she, you know, like she's dependent on me. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm just happy that I have someone with me at home that I have to think about. But yeah, I guess if I was alone at home myself, would have been a different story right we've, we've all probably been like gone loco or something yeah i think we everyone got loco especially with this situation right now but i hope it will finish in a year hopefully yeah right? in hopefully yeah got it uh man it's already it's been already like 50 minutes thank you so much oh for thank you dropping I we, by i think we talked so about so many things now. yeah dude we covered <laughs> dating we covered <laughs> hookup culture oh. <laughs> we covered mental health again thank you so much for spending the entire basically an hour plus with us yeah um, uh, <laughs> thank you so much I hope you did As we wind down On the podcast uh, I, I want to leave Our listeners With a positive message yeah. So that being said What is uh, One thing that you would Want to share To our listeners Just be strong And then don't really Dwell with a lo- uh, dwell on things And Start moving You know Or start doing things So so you can be sane. <laughs> That's what I think, you know, um, especially in this situation. Um, don't think about, you know, more dramatic things in your yeah. life and just be busy. That's what I... That's it. It's so hard to give, like, you know... Um, Again, the lovely Natalie Hart. Thank, Thank you so you. much for dropping Thank by the podcast. Um, where can people find you? Oh, they can um, find me on in Instagram and Twitter. So it's I'm Natalie Hart. And that's it. Alright, thank, thank you so you. much. And that has been another episode of Casual Conversations, Neo Retro 1059's <laughs> official podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Hello, guys. I'm Natalie Hart. And thank you for having me here in Neo Retro 1059's Casual Conversations.